0: definitely and I think sometimes in terms of of the cricketing world a lot of cricketers want to play uh, more test cricket because that's almost like the ultimate form of the game you know where you actually get to test yourself against the best in the world as well now looking at your your career I mean there are so many different moments that can really stand out for you whether that be domestic cricket whether that be international cricket as well but a lot of fans have also asked the question that I should specifically ask you is what's that one moment in your career that truly stands out for you the most amongst everything else that you've that you've won? For example, you've won the Mzansi Super League in your first season with um, the Jersey Stars. You were in the final yet again last season in terms of the Mzansi Super League with the Swan Spartans as well. But what's that one moment that really stands out for you?
1: I'd say in my career, obviously the moment that stands out is playing for South Africa, um, getting your first gap. I mean, that feeling, or just the call to, that you're going to be drafted into the um, Proteus team. Uh, funny story, I was sitting, I flew from Bloemfontein to Johannesburg. Um, I didn't have any travel kit or anything like that from the Proteus yet because I, I haven't met up with the team. So there I was sitting, I checked in already, I was a little bit before the rest of the team arrived. I was sitting there um, in my casuals and the whole England team arrived and they all were all like sitting around me there in the space we were sitting none of them recognized me none of them obviously <laughs> knew who i was because I, I was just casual and there i was thinking that checking these guys out listening to what they were saying thinking these guys are so embarrassing but they don't even know who i am and i know exactly who everyone here is and lucky about 20 minutes later the guys came through and they gave me my kit all of a sudden Tom Curran who I played was like, hey what are you doing here? So yeah. Um, that was obviously how I like getting into the SA team. But I'd say the defining moment for of my career was probably my first franchise game uh, was Knights against the Cobras in Cape Town. Obviously it was my first game playing at Newlands. Um, walked in there, you get this. You see the mountain and this, the, all the history that goes into that place. And um, I think we haven't beaten the, the Cobra's in a four day game in something like 17 years or something like that, um, or at Newlands. And um, I remember I think I made 100 in the first innings where we were a little bit in trouble. And the bowling attack was um, Rory felt, um Patterson, Buren Hendricks. Uh, Justin Kemp and Dane Pitt who have all played for South Africa. So um I was thinking, geez, like this is I'm out of my depth there. Anyway, but made a hundred that game. We won it, I think, with three or four overs to go the, on the last day on Fanavati. Dane Pitt threw the covers there for four. So that was like and I remember going after that game thinking I am broke knackered the concentration levels I had to endure for four days here, playing against these guys you know the effort level and all that but that was like this is where I want to be this is the level of cricket I want to play um, so that made me realize listen okay I've got a lot of hard work to I made a 100 but it, it was off I think it was off 240 balls or something so I realized look my game is not necessarily there for you know to compete against these guys and to put match winning performances in and where I wanted to be. So from there on I've kicked on. So yeah, that's where it started,
0: I'd say. Definitely. And I think many cricketers Especially in your, your younger years, you dream of dawning that, um, that, that green and gold for, for the pro tiers. And I mean, you had the opportunity to do that against the, Aussie, the Aussies early this year. And I would like to know, and I mean, and especially if this is your dream, it's something that becomes very emotional and it's something that you live for. The evening before you played your first game. What was going through your mind? I mean, could you sleep? Were you having uh, a restless night? Like, what was going through your body? Were you excited? Were you nervous?
1: Um, I'd say mentally I was okay. Um, I've I've kind of seen myself play for the proteas, you know, in in dreams. And, you know, as you see yourself and, and visualize yourself, I've seen it plenty of times, hoping, you know, trying to be ready. I've seen the Aussies, you know, making it dreaming about playing against the Aussies, especially for a very long time. So, I wasn't that nervous, to be honest, uh, going into the game. In the warm-up, I was a little bit nervous, um, more more so um, the warm-ups with Bouch and Enoch is uh, pretty intense when it comes to the catching, but then I had a split webbing um, from the week before, so I had it strapped up quite heavily. And um, I was a bit worried about dropping a catch in the, in the warm-up, <laughs> and Bouch telling me, "No, no, no, you're not playing here on the side." Um, so that was my, my worry was more about being able to do my job in the field. And I think I dropped a catch. I did drop a catch in my first game on the boundary there, myself and um right next to each other there going for a catch. Um, so batting wise, I wasn't really worried. I knew what I wanted to do with my game. I knew where my game was at that stage. So. I'd say the, the nerves were more in the field because of, of um, the saw saw the, the, the split webbing now. Definitely, but I think when you when you when you get on to that stage and and you're not contracted, and you're not. It's almost like it's my country. It is my country against your country. So what yeah. is my job here? My job is how to do this. So <laughs> you forget about of failure, really. So.
0: That's, that's very true. And of course, that moment when Dwayne Petrouris handed you your first test cap. And I mean, when you're playing in a national setup, it's it's actually incredibly important to learn from some of the players that are actually around you because those are some of the best in the world, we can say, not just the best in South Africa. Who are some of the, the special players that, you, that you've learned something incredible from? But also, in terms of the players that have had a positive impact, I mean, looking at the light of Dwayne Peturias, who handed you your first cap, um, David, uh, David uh, Miller, who's also been a great impact player in your career as well. Who are some of the names that really stand out from you that you've learned from?
1: Um, obviously, the guys that, that, that I started with at the Knights, um, a guy like Depenor, um, when, we, when I, obviously when I started, was a, a big player yeah, at the Knights when I was still playing for Free State. Um, when I went to Pretoria. Uh, big guys there were Martin van Jarsveld, um, I'm just trying to. Um, Pierre Dubat was the captain of the Northern team. He's now a Titan CO. Uh, so, guys like that in the team really helped me mold my game and, and helped me to know when to do what more often than not. Um, I think the biggest thing with a guy that's being successful and, and a guy that's not so successful is knowing when to play your shots and when not to. Um, in recent times, obviously, the guys who have had a big impact was more coaches. Um, the players from the player side uh, at the Jersey Stars, um, I wouldn't say it was one individual that, that had an impact on, on me there. It was more the collective as a group and the way we played. Um, a guy like Simon Armour, who I've played with in PE, um, obviously had massive success at Essex, and he was in our team that side. So the culture and the off-the-field environment that we created there was, was very much a learning curve for me and now we wanted to do things but then I went the next year I went to the Spartans and I, there I got to play with Mornay Morkel, A.B. De Villiers um, and these guys and then Proteus obviously Dale Steyn so A.B., Mornay and Dale was my you know since I went to since they started playing I was like these guys are the guys I want to you know meet and, and play with and <laughs> or play against and all that so a, the way A.B. trained massively um, People think this guy's just super talented and, you know, he does. you can just pick up a ball, but the way that guy trains is unbelievable. He, um, he's the last guy off the field taking catches. You know, we see him do these special things in the field, but when we train, he's the last. He's always the last. Give me a few more cover catches, uh, a few more direct hits. Always looking for a quicker, better way to do things. Um, when we bat, obviously, from a talent point of view, um, it helps him a little bit we had a, a drill there where Boucher said it's competition time you get 18 balls on the bowling machine most sixes you know so you put the bowling machine on the middle strip and we all the top seven batters were there batted up waiting for 18 balls so as cricketers know the bowling machine the first few you're not quite sure where it's going um, they're still figuring it out setting it a little bit differently and ABC no I'll go first I've, I've got an interview I have to do now so let me go first quickly I'll Okay. and he hit 14 out of 18 out of the stadium, the next best score was I think 6 so it shows that the work that guy's put in you know, that's unbelievable how good he is obviously, but the work he puts in helps him to be that special player Definitely. so AB, the, the way he plays obviously helped me massively um, Heinrich Klassen was the captain I've been friends with him for a, for a long time David Visser, long, it's not just one or two
0: players, it's that's probably ten or twelve to be honest it's It's a whole collective. And I completely understand that. I think looking at the, the national setup now that you've played and you've been exposed to it, I mean, we've also seen Cricket South Africa go through some issues behind the scenes as well as some issues in the boardroom. But now that things have settled down a little bit, I mean, Graham Smith is now the director of Cricket South Africa and also the new coach that you've mentioned had an impact in your career as well, Mark Boucher. We're seeing um, Jacques Callis as well in terms of being a consultant for, for the back of for the batting for, for the pro tiers as well. Where do you think South Africa is in terms of its, its, its cricket-powering house status? Because, of course, in the past, we used to be this great and this powerful nation. We went through a rough patch, but I think now there's almost uh, an uptide in the way that things are looking for South African cricket.
1: Every, every sports team in the world that's a team goes through ups and downs, dips, England, Australia, India, you name it. They've all gone through depths. They've all kind of had to re-evaluate re- re- their system, re-evaluate their games, um, new coaching structure, new coach, et cetera, to try and get back to the top. It was our time to be at the bottom. Yes, we've made a few mistakes, you know, maybe um, off the field and on the field. I can't really comment on that. But we, it was our time to be at the bottom. And it's a good time to do that because now we can actually see, all right, what are the other teams doing? How can we improve that and how can we be better than that? Um, I think at the moment, we're probably a, a mid-table team, like where our ranking, suggests maybe fourth, fifth. But if you look at the Springboks when when Rossi started, they were also, I think they were ranked, I don't know, fifth or sixth going into the World Cup. Yeah. And that's where you want to be. You want to be at your best when the World Cup comes. So I think, in my opinion, if, if Graeme, Boucher... Enoch, these guys are going to be there and they're going to must allow them to make an impact. And it's not just going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a season. Maybe it happens over three years. Maybe they finish their term in three or four years' time and then we only start seeing the benefits after that. So, But they must be allowed to do the right things. I think Jock Full, Graham Smith, these guys, they are cricket people. They've been in it for a very long time and they will make the right decisions more often than not. Um, but the public must just be patient with the guys um, and know that they are working very hard. The cricket players are working extremely hard. I mean, we've been we've been sent gym programs now. A squad of, I think we're sixty-six players at the same. That's in a winter group program, and some of the training stuff we have to do. I mean, you only, can only train in your yard for five weeks, but they expect of you to to be in tip-top shape when this thing's over and when we get back into it. So they are definitely doing the right things and they have big goals ahead of them. So
0: I think we're in good hands. Definitely. I love what you mentioned there in terms of that they're getting the guys ready for what will come after the COVID-19 pandemic, which we've Mm. seen hit the sporting world and completely disrupt the sporting calendar. And of course, the big tournaments, I mean, we saw the 2019 Cricket World Cup that didn't necessarily go too well for South Africa. But now, of course, we are still looking at the T20 Cricket World Cup that is set for Australia in October that is still on the cards. We haven't heard anything with regards to that, and we are hoping that that one does continue. In terms of your chances, I know it is T T20 World Cup and you made your debut in a T20 would you like to play in that squad and what are the chances because as you mentioned you are in um, a selected group of players that is currently training possibly for that
1: yeah um, chances I'm not sure it, it's, it depends really on, on, um, on who's on form I'd say and who's doing well at that stage 2020 is very much a, a form game you, got, you don't have time to pick a guy and aligned to find form in a 2020 tournament. So, for me, you have to be on form and doing well. And even then, you are competing with, you know, very good players, Quentin de Kopp, Fafti David Miller, guys who have played plenty of games um, all over the the world. Um, I'm not saying I don't have a chance. I'm not saying, I don't know what, I'm not really too bullet about chances and and whether they're going to give me a go or not. Um, My focus, and I try and look at it from this point, uh, from this side is, If if they give me an opportunity, I have a job to do and I'm going to do that job as best as I can. Um, I'm going to play that role as best as I can and try and make an impact and put the opposition under pressure. So if that's good enough um, to get into the team, it will be great. And if not, that means someone better has gone in my place. So obviously that's to the benefit of us winning a a cup. So it's not really in my hands, it's not really about me, to be honest. I must just do my job as, as well as I can, to be honest. Um, it's, they, have, they have a very difficult job in picking, what is it, 15 players to go to a World Cup out of a group of probably 66 plus you put in AB de Villiers in there you know, we don't know what the callback situation is going to be, they might be available again so that can probably shoot up to 90 players so if all of them are playing well great, if, if not all of them are playing well we pick the guys who and, hopefully they, and I think they will pick the guys who are playing well if I play well, I might have a chance. I and mean, if I go great, yes, that would be a great experience. Um, but then again,
0: it's just a job to do. So, yeah. Definitely. And of course, we would like to see you there. Local lad is always a good thing to see in a, in a Proteus jersey as well. And of course, I'd like to shift the, the focus a little bit in terms of more domestic cricket. And I mean, you've been the captain for a while at the, the VKB Knights. You're quite comfortable in that role. I'd like to get to know the team a little bit better at the VKB night. I mean, one thing about cricket is the fact that the locker room can always be a little bit of a mess because you've got kits lying around, you've got bats lying around. Maybe there's a possible player that might be a little bit on the messy side. And of course, there are some that are the, the, the neatest players in the locker room as well. In terms of your uh, seasons over the years, who's the messiest um, when it comes to packing the, the, the cricket kit? And who's the, the neatest?